Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen at snc.tv and local now channel 525 have a holly jolly christmas it's the best time of the year i don't know if there'll be snow Well, you can't kick off a Christmas craft beer cast without Burl Ives and Holly Jolly Christmas. Good evening, everybody. It's another Al Gattulo craft beer cast on AM 970, The Answer. A fantastic show for you tonight, and really a fantastic show. Great craft beer guests that are going to be joining me this hour, two of them, by the way. The usual news and notes to get to, but first, how can you follow me? It's easy on Twitter, at Al Gattulo, Instagram, at Gattulo, G-A-T-T-U-L-L-O. Facebook.com slash AG Craft Beer Cast via email at albert g at nycradio.com. And don't forget, iTunes and Google Play, you just do a search for AG Craft Beer Cast. You can find all the shows on those two platforms. Burl Ives, Holly Jolly Christmas to kick it off. Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. I said this before, I'll say it again. My favorite Christmas movie of all time. There are plenty of Christmas movies I like to watch, but Rudolph is always the one that, for me, kicks off the holiday season. I love the claymation. I, I just I love the whole the, the story, even though it is really about bullying. I mean, let's be fair. Rudolph is bullied. He runs off, and then he saves the day, and Santa basically has no use for him until he needs him for his red nose so that he can get all the Christmas presents there. But I like the story. So there it is in a nutshell. Sorry, kids, if you're listening and... I've, uh, I've ruined Rudolph for you, but what are you going to do? Our guest tonight on the Craft Beer Cast, uh, Tim Pewitt, the co-owner of Wet Ticket Brewing. They're located in Rahway, New Jersey. You've heard me talk about Wet Ticket a lot. We talked to Tim last year just before his brewery opened uh, for the first time. But last Saturday was the one-year anniversary of Wet Ticket. So we're going to catch up with Tim, how things have progressed in really such a short period of time. And the release last week of their bourbon barrel-aged Imperial Stout, which I got a bottle of. I was actually at the anniversary celebration. We'll talk with Tim about that uh, coming up and a lot more, of course, in just about 10 minutes from now. He's really crushing it uh, with some great beers uh, in uh, Union County, New Jersey, in uh, Rowway, New Jersey. And if you live in the city, it's a very, very easy ride to get to. It's five stops, six stops off uh, New Jersey Transit on either of their two main lines, the Northeast Corridor or the North Jersey Coastline. And it's a block walk from the train to the brewery. You can't beat it. At the bottom of the hour, Jim Cook. Yes, that Jim Cook from Samuel Adams Beer will join me. He's going to talk about their new deal with the Boston Red Sox as being the beer for Boston baseball, among other things. That happens about 20 minutes from now. We'll talk with Jim. We've had Jim on the show before and very happy uh, that he will be back on. But let's get into some news and notes here in our opening segment of the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer So our good friends from Coronado Brewing, of which I will actually be out in San Diego next week, Uh, to visit not only Coronado, but Stone and a bunch of other different breweries. But Coronado Brewing uh, announced last week the promotion of Brandon Richards to CEO as Ron Chapman is uh, going to transition into the role of chairman of the board. Now, Richards uh, was previously the co-chief operating officer. He'll oversee day-to-day operations at Coronado, as well as its sister businesses, South Norte Beer Company and the recently acquired Monkey Paw Brewing Company. 
Uh, Richards has been with the company for five years, is credited with helping Coronado increase its production by 27,000 barrels and overseeing a brand refresh in 2015. Uh, per the release, Casey Chapman will remain the company's COO and oversee the restaurant operations of Coronado and Monkey Paws. So very excited about that. Great news from Coronado. Looking forward to visiting uh, Coronado as well as being able to sample uh, South Norte beer and Monkey Paw Brewing as well uh, when I'm out there. So good news from the folks at Coronado Brewing. Uh, Funky Buddha uh, wants you to join their the Sniffer Club membership. If you're in uh, Tampa and uh, you're big fans of Funky Buddha, so apparently the Sniffer Club membership is the ultimate way to experience the Funky Buddha tap room. Makes an awesome gift for any craft beer lover. An annual fee of $50. The member gets a custom 18-ounce uh, etched snifter, a Funky Buddha brewery T-shirt, extended happy hour at the brewery tasting room, from 3 to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday, a two-ounce larger draft beer pours. Uh, that excludes special event days and guest drafts and 10% off of Funky Buddha branded merchandise. Uh, you go to the tap room, you fill out a sniffer, uh, sniffer club form, you pay the membership free, and uh, you get to enjoy the benefits. So that's very cool. Plus, also from Funky Buddha, coming up January 13th of next year from 1 to 5 p.m., it's the Maple Bacon Coffee Porter Festival. Uh, unlimited beer sampling, craft food counter, South Florida's best food trucks as a live DJ. And you have guaranteed access to purchase bottles of Maple Bacon Coffee Porter. That returns on January 13th from 1 to 5 p.m. Uh, 100 beer. Let's see. It's going to feature over 100 beers to taste. Uh, let's see. You can uh, you get a, an option to pre-purchase guaranteed Maple Bacon Coffee Porter bottles in quantities of 4 or 12 bottles with the added benefit of purchasing, purchasing additional bottles on the day of the event. Any bottles left unsold will then be released to the public in the tap room on Sunday, January 14th. Uh, and distributed throughout the state at the end of January. So this is Saturday, January 13th from 1 to 5 p.m. Just check out FunkyBuddha.com for more information on that and to purchase tickets if you're going to be in the area. Stone Brewing, uh, another place I'm planning on getting to uh, when I'm in San Diego. They uh, uh, have released five barrel-aged small-batch beers. Uh, These are all 500-milliliter bottles. And um, some of their collabs uh, too with some with some different people. So the uh, the batches here include uh, the 2016 Steigen Descent uh, Stone Sublimely Self Righteous Black IPA that are a- that's aged in rye whiskey barrels and bourbon barrels. That's a 12 percent ABV. All of these are heavy hitters, folks. Um, there's another one called this is uh, the Dogfish Head Victory Stone Sasson du Buff aged in red and white wine barrels. That's a, co- a collaboration between. Uh, three breweries. Uh, that is a 9.3% ABV. And then they have the uh, 2016 Zocaveza, uh, Zocaveza Chard, uh, which is a mocha stout aged in bourbon barrels. That's interesting. The names always throw me off, folks. I'm sorry. Uh, 9.6% ABV. That sounds like something I'd like to sip on. Uh, then the, uh, let's see, the 2017 Fyodor, uh, which is the 2016 Stone Imperial Russian Stout, which is aged in bourbon barrels. That's a 13.5%. Then they have, let's see, and the final one is the 2017, uh, 2017 uh, Mikhail, which is the Stone Espresso Imperial Russian Stout aged in bourbon barrels. So there's lots of coffee in that, and that is a 13.5% ABV. Now, the cool thing is they have pairings with all of these beers that you can pair different foods with. Uh, the Steigen Descent, they'd like you to pair it with dessert, holiday sugar cook- cookies, chocolate pudding pie, gingerbread. Um, wow, a turducken. Who's eating turducken? I don't know. It's, to me, that's... Is, I know it's a thing, but 
It's not a thing for me. So uh, there are different pairings here. You can go to Stone, obviously, stonebrewing.com uh, for the pairings. They're going to have pairings available at their World Bistro and Gardens, uh, Liberty Station, and also uh, their brewery, uh, World Bistro and Gardens in Berlin, Germany. So you can uh, check out the pairings there. Uh, my wife and I are planning on hitting the World Bistro and Gardens when we're out in San Diego. So that is definitely something uh, that I'm looking forward to. Uh, and maybe we'll try one of the bottles uh, and pair it up with uh, a particular food, and we'll see how it goes. Uh, let's see. What else as we continue on here with our news and notes segment uh, here on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970? The answer, Melvin Brewing is planning to open at least four new brew pubs in 2018, and that includes in places like San Diego and Denver. Uh, Melvin Sales Director Ted Whitney told the great uh, website Brewbound, where we get lots of our information from, uh, they have signed a letter of intent on a 5,500-square-foot space in downtown San Diego. They hope to open a 7- or 10-barrel brewery there next summer. Uh, they also added the company has prior, uh, prioritized finding a space in Denver as well. Uh, they operate two Wyoming brew pubs and an outpost in Bellum, Washington, uh, but they also are pursuing brew pub locations in Olympia, Washington, and Eureka, Missouri, uh, according to uh, sales director Ted Whitney. Uh, they are working with investors uh, in the St. Louis area, and the brew pub expansion is being funded through taking on new investors and minimal debt while signing longer-term lease agreements with its landlords. Um, so Melvin, which plans to double its production in 2018 from 20,000 barrels this year, uh, looking to expand its footprint as well into South Dakota, Montana, New Mexico, and western Kansas by the end of quarter one of 2018. So uh, that's interesting. Melvin Brewing just came into the New York, New Jersey area. Good stuff, like their IPAs. Uh, so that's interesting. They want to branch out. San Diego, definitely a stronghold uh, when it comes to craft beer. So it'll be interesting to see uh, what they do there in terms of expanding their business. Unfortunately, it won't be open uh, by the time I get there uh, next week. And then finally, uh, we've mentioned these guys. We're actually going to review them uh, in our Suds and Duds segment. Cranford's first brewery in Cranford, New Jersey, finally opened. Yelp Terrace Brewery. Uh, is open there on 26 Eastman Street in Cranford, New Jersey. Uh, they're open Wednesday uh, through a sun. It looks like Wednesday through Saturday, uh, Wednesday through Friday, four o'clock till midnight for tastings and tours, and then Saturday from noon to midnight for tastings and tours. They will be closed uh, Sunday through Tuesday uh, to make beer. So uh, good stuff from uh, the folks at Yale Terrace Brewery. They are now open. If you want to check them out, we will review them later on on our Suds and Duds segment here on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer now. When we come back after a short break, Tim Pewitt from Wet Ticket Brewing will join me. And, folks, just getting started on this Christmas edition of the program that focuses on that delicious beverage, and it's made with barley and hops. This is the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer. Joe Walsh simplifies elections. Every single election that we've had in this country... These past 10 or 11 months since Donald Trump was sworn in, the Democrat vote is way, 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 way up, and the Republican vote is down. The Joe Walsh Radio Program, weeknights at 9, right before Eric Metaxas at 11, and AM 970, The Answer. Computer, execute 12.4p operation. Optimizing algorithm. Running encryption packet alpha. Night, night. Oh, I don't feel so good. What? What is it, computer? Is it hot in here? It feels hot in here? I feel a little clammy. I should lie down or something. A computer with a virus? Surprising. What's not surprising? How much you could save by switching to GEICO. Those oysters Rockefeller were a mistake. GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. 
New York has the finest. New York has the bravest. And now for the first time on AM 970 New York, has the boldest hour. Tune in every Sunday morning at 11 for bold talk and bold ideas with your host, Correction Officers Benevolent Association President Elias Husamedin. Elias will cover topics that affect New York City correction officers, the public, and New York City officials. Don't miss COBA's The Boldest Hour, Sunday mornings at 11, here on AM 970, The Answer. Hey, this is Michael Riedel from On the Town. My favorite American playwright is Edward Albee. He wrote Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf and A Delicate Balance and a late masterpiece called Three Tall Women. And it is coming to Broadway, starring Glenda Jackson. She's coming back to the theater to be in Three Tall Women with uh, Laurie Metcalf, who is just in A Doll's House Part 2. And they will be joined by Allison Pill. It's a gripping play, Three Tall Women. To get tickets, go to telecharge.com. That's telecharge.com. You don't want to miss Edward Albee's Three Tall Women. This is a test of the emergency alert system. The staff at AM 970 The Answer would like to wish you and your family a very Merry Christmas and the happiest of New Year's. Hi, this is Tony Atwood. I'm a board operator for AM 970 The Answer. I want to wish you and your family a Merry Christmas and a happy, prosperous New Year. Hi, this is Hope Andrade. I want to personally wish you and yours a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. From AM 970 The Answer. This Christmas... Dennis Prager at 1, Michael Medved at 3, weekdays on AM 970, The Answer. It's going to be good times when we get together. going to be good times, so come on and join the fun. I mean, how do you not get pumped up when you hear polka? Seriously going to be good times. Jimmy Stir and this polka orchestra, big fans of the, the Joe Piscopo show, and he's a big fan of the beer show as well. And so why not play a little polka on Christmas weekend? I mean, I know we're supposed to have Christmas music, but really, I mean, how do you not get excited when you hear a song and it's titled Going to be Good Times? And good times were certainly had uh, last weekend over at Wet Ticket Brewing in Rahway, New Jersey. And my next guest on the cast is we are here on the Algatulo Craft Beer, uh, Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. My next guest on the cast, he's one of the owners of a brewery that is located right in the next town over from me in Rahway, New Jersey. I'm over in Clark. He's in Rahway. And although he's been a home brewer for over 25 years, it's his first full-time venture into producing craft beer for the masses. The brewery itself just opened in, no, uh, uh, just opened in November of 2016, and they are just cranking out some fantastic craft beer uh, the Kolsch's, the uh, the oatmeal, the Imperial Oatmeal Stout, the Dream Ticket, all of these great beers. You have to check these guys out. Check them out. WetTicketBrewing.com is the website for more information. But if you're in New York City and you want to take a ride into New Jersey, it is literally five stops on a New Jersey transit train. In fact, if you get the Express, it's only four stops from New York's uh, Penn Station. But let me welcome in, or let me welcome back in, Tim, uh, Tim Pewitt to the Craft Beer Cast on AM970, The Answer. Tim, welcome back. How are you? Thanks for having me, Al. It was great to see you this weekend. It, it was. And la- and last week, your one-year anniversary opened as a brewery in Rahway. What a turnout you had. I was happy to come by for a little while with my wife to be a part of it. 
What has been the biggest surprise for you in the in the year brewing in Rowway? Well, you know, quite honestly, I, it's been more fun than I really ever could have imagined. It really is to walk into that room and see just about and recognize so many people who came out came out to help us celebrate that first year and just you know, have them all be a part of it. Those are the people who made it happen. It just, uh, you know, it was heartwarming. It was. I, 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 I was telling people, you know, they'd ask me, oh, how was the turnout? How was the turnout? I said, there wasn't a moment that I was in there where I felt like the crowd had gotten so thin that you could kind of maneuver around easily. The place was packed. I mean, you had people from front to rear. Uh, you had food that you brought in, you know, to, to, to celebrate. I know my wife was like, look at some of those cookies over there. They look good. They look good to go with the beer. I mean, you guys did such a great job, and people were, you know, celebrating and buying the beers, and you did such a beautiful job with the anniversary beer, the Imperial Oatmeal Stout, that you had aged in bourbon barrels. How long did the process take from start to finish on that? That beer was in those barrels uh, at least 10 months. Wow. And uh, I, we obviously tasted it coming out of the bright tank. I mm-hmm. cracked open my first bottle last night, and we're, we're very, very pleased nice. with the oak notes, the, uh, the, the the background bourbon flavors. We couldn't be more happy with the way our first uh, bourbon barrel project turned out. So not even two months into you opening the brewery, you're already aging beer into bourbon barrels. Now, is this a beer that you could let sit for a little while and age, or should you drink it fresh? Well, you know, my strategy, obviously, I'm, I'm going to try it right now, but right. at over 9% alcohol, I think that beer will age very, very nicely. So, you know, we're going to put away a couple of cases, and along with our customers, we'll be putting them into a series and uh, seeing how they compare to subsequent so, uh, projects. So my advice to people, if you're coming in, you want to pick up a bottle of the anniversary uh, Imperial Oatmeal Stout that they aged in bourbon barrels, buy two. Drink one now. Age one for for a year or two and see how it works out. Talking with Tim Pewitt, one of the owners and brewmaster of Wet Ticket Brewing, making great beer out of Rawway, New Jersey, here on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, more info at wetticketbrewing.com. Now, when we talked last year, Tim, you had mentioned you wanted to have fun, not rush into anything. You're certainly having fun now. By the end of the summer, though, you were canning your first beer, Watermelon Weed. Then shortly after that, your dream ticket, Double IPA. Why did you decide to can those two beers first and not the Kolsch, which, which to me seemed to be more popular? Well, we ultimately did end up uh, canning some of the Kolsch, right. which has, has gone on very well. But it was just the overwhelming uh, response that we received to that watermelon wheat that it just made the you know that that an obvious choice. We literally could not make enough of it here in our facility, mm-hmm. so uh, that was really pretty much a decision based on market demand. And uh, my wife uh, had a uh, a little bit of an input in it too. It's always been her favorite beer, and uh, her her taste bore out well that that was our biggest seller. Well, you know what they say: happy wife, happy life, right? Absolutely. <laughs> now, you also just started offering crowlers. And for those who are not familiar with what a, uh, what a crowler is as opposed to a growler, tell us what that is. It is a 32-ounce uh, aluminum disposable can that's sealable. And we just think it's going to give you the ability to purchase beer here. And as opposed to the how long a growler will last in your refrigerator, right. it's going to provide a little bit more freshness and certainly convenience. You want to go out on the boat, go to the beach, it'd be a be- it's going to be a better container. Yeah, it's de- I mean, it's definitely something if you, like, let's, let's say you're filling up a, a crowler today, let's say for, 
you know, maybe next week sometime or you wanted to get something uh, after Christmas or whatever and you wanted to have something for New Year's Eve, this would definitely be a better option than buying a crowd, uh, than buying a growler. I think so. I mean, it's, it's you will have, depending on the beer style, obviously, you know, we're coming out uh, this week with a new New England IPA. Now, you know, those are meant to be drank fresh. Right. Um, but you put a different style in there, and I'm sure weeks will be fine in, in that container. Nice. Now, we're talking with Tim Pewitt. He's one of the owners and brewmaster of Wet Ticket Brewing, uh, making great beer out of Rahway, New Jersey, on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, more info at wetticketbrewing.com. Of course, your uh, your your partner, Al Povolevsky, was there as well on uh, last Saturday. Great to, t- uh, to chat with him. He's been a tremendous help uh, for you guys as well. Um, what beers are you coming up with in the next few months? Now, you mentioned the New England IPA, but what do you got coming down the road that folks will be uh, wanting a taste of? Well, other than the uh, that New England IPA, uh, we are going to you know just, just go to the playbook. You know, nothing right now is planned. You know, right. quite honestly, uh, Al. There's uh, times we come in the brew and we sit down, we brainstorm, and we we figure it out on the fly. Tim, I got to so. tell you, I, I, I've I've been to your your brewery uh, a number of times. I've been there with with friends. Uh, you know, br- I've brought my wife in a couple of times. I have to say, the atmosphere there is so much fun. I mean, I, you, you know, you talked about wanting to have fun, and it's been more fun than, you've, than, than you expected, you know, in the first year. But I have to tell you, folks, if you're looking for a place to have a good time, to sit down, uh, have a conversation, have a couple of beers, and that's the great thing, I think, about your place. I've been to other breweries where the crowd noise has been a little overwhelming or there's loud music playing or there's a TV going or whatever. For the most part, the crowd noise, I mean, obviously, last week was a different set of circumstances. You had an anniversary party. You were expecting a lot of people. But for the most part, you get a, a real nice crowd in there. Everybody's having a conversation. They're enjoying this great beer. People are bringing in food from the outside because there's a couple of great restaurants right within walking distance. It, it is such a delight to have something that's local to me and and really a kind of a sense of community, which is what you want out of, out of your brewery. right? I mean, and essentially, obviously, you have to have good beer, which you have. But but you also want to – it's kind of that communal meeting place where everybody can get together in town and kind of, you know, BS about what's going on in their lives, right? I, I think I think you've hit the nail on the head. I, mean, I see people come in here all the time. I know they have no idea who some people are. Hmm. And you'll next thing you know, it's as if these people are the best friends in the world. You know, frequently comparing notes on their beers, what's going on. There's, there's not a TV in here for a reason. We want right. people to sit down enjoy themselves. I want, I want their attention because I want to ask them, hey, what did you think of the beer? And that, that helps us become, you know, what we want to become. And, and folks, that's, the be- that's one of the great things about Tim. He is engaging to his customers. He does want to know your opinion about the beers, wants to know how they taste. I know my wife has tried a couple of the beers. She's not the biggest beer drinker in the world, but uh, when she tried the stout, she loved it. She tried the Kolsch. She went bananas over it. She was like, this is great. I could, re- I could drink this over and over again. It's a real tasty beer. And she loved the um the the Halloween beer that you put out with the cinnamon sugar uh, on the glass, she loved it. She thought it was fantastic. So, you know, from the lady's perspective that doesn't drink a lot of beer, you're knocking it out of the park. Now, last question from me, Tim. Uh, any advice that you could give to an aspiring brewer that's out there and getting ready to open up their own business? Oh, uh, you know, t- take your time. Make sure you really are comfortable with the beer that you're 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 putting out there. Mm-hmm. You know, so I would get as you know, as much feedback as you can from 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 different folks, including people if you can from the industry. 
right. um, and, and, and make sure you, you put together a place and, and a process you know, that, that you enjoy. So if you enjoy it, your customers will see that you're enjoying it. I think it'll just make you that much more successful. My guest has been Tim Pewitt, one of the co-owners of Wet Ticket Brewing, located in Rahway, New Jersey. They just celebrated their one-year anniversary in Rahway, brewing fantastic beer out of New Jersey. And yes, folks, there is really good beer in New Jersey, and you don't have to go too far to find it. It's a, a quick ride on New Jersey Transit, five stops on the train. Uh, if you're coming from the city, maybe 45 minutes by car. And really, it's a great place. WetTicketBrewing.com is the website for more information. Tim, thanks so much for joining me on the Craft Beer Cast tonight. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year, my friend. Happy New Year. Happy holidays to all as well. And thank you very much, Al. Appreciate you having us on. Anytime. When we come back, Jim Cook from Samuel Adams will join me. It's all after a short break on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970 The Answer. News, opinion, passion. This is AM 970 The Answer. Mostly cloudy, 46 degrees. What's going on? We have the answer. Police searching for an attacker who left a 68-year-old man hospitalized following a brutal beating. Witnesses say the assault was unprovoked. It happened in broad daylight at around 3 yesterday afternoon on 117th Street and Lexington Avenue in East Harlem. An onlooker rushed to the victim's aid, helping to stop his profuse bleeding. It may have saved the man's life as he is now hospitalized in serious condition. A Brooklyn man is recovering from a broken jaw he suffered when a man smashed him in the head with a hammer. The 64-year-old victim was walking near Dean Street and 4th Avenue in Borum Hill Wednesday afternoon when the man approached him and asked for money. After saying he had no cash, the attacker hit the victim with the hammer and knocked him to the ground. A woman joined in and grabbed the downed man's cell phone before the pair fled west on Bergen Street. An NYPD officer being hailed for helping to save an emotionally disturbed man, Walter Morkenthine spotted a man muttering to himself and dangling over the edge of the subway platform at 86th Street yesterday. The officer and two others helped subdue the man until uniformed police arrived. Morkenthine was on his way downtown at the time to be promoted to detective. He made the 2 p.m. ceremony and followed in the steps of his father, a retired NYPD detective. In sports action at the Barclays Center, the Islanders beat Winnipeg 5-2. At the end of one period, Devils lead Chicago 3-0. At the end of one period, Toronto won the Rangers nothing in the NBA at halftime. Mets 57, Indiana 41. Checking the traffic, minor delays for the George Washington Bridge. 15 at the outbound Holland Tunnel and 15 minutes in, especially from 1 and 9. A 10-minute delay inbound at the Lincoln Tunnel. A traffic light outage affecting the ride on the Long Island Expressway westbound by Little Neck Parkway. And a crash on the Grand Central eastbound at Jewel Avenue, two lanes blocked. You now know how not to go. Weather, showers taper off tonight, becoming partly cloudy, breezy, low 40. Mix of clouds and sun Sunday, high 40 to 45. And Christmas Day Monday, chance of morning snow showers and partly sunny, windy, and colder, high 40. I'm Dave Banning, AM 970, The Answer. If you're drowning in IRS debt and can't afford to pay, then you need to take advantage of special IRS tax programs that are available and free yourself from IRS collection efforts once and for all. Due to the financial hardship consumers are facing throughout the country, the Internal Revenue Service has made it easier to settle delinquent tax problems. An open phone line has been established by Community Tax for consumers to call and see if they qualify. Take down this number or store it in your cell phone, but call the Community Tax Helpline at 800-500-5588. 
you owe back taxes to the IRS and cannot afford to pay them back, or even if you have years of unfiled tax returns, there's no need to fear anymore. But you have to call the Community Tax Helpline today at 800-500-5588 for the help that you need. Don't take on the IRS alone. They can attack your wages, savings, pension, home, and even your Social Security check. Call 800-500-5588 for your free consultation and to see if you qualify. That's 800-500-5588. This is John Greenhut, and if your teeth are stained from coffee, tea, or smoking, Power Swabs is the answer. In five minutes, you'll see two shades wider teeth, and in seven days, six shades. Even better, there's no messy strips or trays that you'll have to leave in your mouth for an hour. Just swab your teeth for five minutes, and you're done. To try Power Swabs, call 1-800-679-0969. Your bright white smile will have your friends talking about how great you look. Try it risk-free. 1-800-679-0969. That's 1-800-679-0969. Make plans now to join Salem Radio Network hosts Hugh Hewitt, Larry Elder, and Mike Gallagher on the 2018 Aloha Talkers Hawaii Cruise. Sail around and explore some of the world's most beautiful islands. Then at night, gather together with Hugh, Larry, and Mike for a special time discussing a fresh course for this nation. The 2018 Aloha Talkers Hawaii Cruise set sail for seven days, August 11th through the 18th. For all the details, visit am970theanswer.com or call 855-655-1335. Book your trip today. Listen to us anywhere. TuneIn.com, iHeartRadio.com. Get the app at AM970TheAnswer.com. Tessie is the royal root is rally cry. Tessie is the tune they always sung. Tessie echoed April <clears throat> through October night after serenade installed the name in yard. My apologies for clearing my throat there. Welcome back to the Al Gattulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970 The Answer. You can follow me on Twitter at Al Gattulo, Instagram at Gattulo, G-A-T-T-U-L-L-O, Facebook.com slash A-G Craft Beer Cast via email, Albert G at NYCRadio.com. And if that wasn't a mouthful, iTunes and Google Play, just do a search for A-G Craft Beer Cast, and you can listen to all of the Craft Beer Cast right from there. A little Tessie from the Dropkick Murphys. The unofficial anthem of the Boston Red Sox is a reason why we're playing that. My guest on the cast, he's been on the program before, May of 2016, if I recall correctly. He's the founder and head of Boston Beer, Samuel Adams. Of course, for many of you that have uh, sipped his wares, you know their name is Samuel Adams. Big news from them last week, SamuelAdams.com, the website for more information. But let me welcome back Jim Cook to the Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, Jim, how are you? Well, I'm great, but I'm having a beer, Al. I hope you're having a beer. Uh, oddly enough, uh, Jim, I am. I'm having a winter lager from you guys that you sent me. I thank you very much for that. Oh, my gosh. I'm having a winter lager, too. Well, here, we'll do a virtual cheers. You got it. Perfect. Now, the huge news from Boston Beer is you become the first craft brewery to have a sponsorship with a Major League Baseball team. It's such a natural fit for both of you. Was this a long process from start to finish, Jim? Well, it really wasn't. You know, it's something we always had as a as a dream that maybe, you know, someday you could come to Fenway Park and instead of seeing, you know, the big sign from one of the massive global brewers, you'd actually see a craft brewer there in Fenway Park. But it, it came together very quickly. That's awesome. Now, aside from folks being able to drink Sam Adams beer inside of Fenway, I understand there'll be experimental beers, too, that you can only get at Fenway? 
Yeah, we want to do some special beers for uh, people who come to Fenway. I, we haven't really designed them yet. I, I, right. uh, the idea of putting baseballs in beer is not <laughs> is not right, <laughs> but we're going to do something uh, that'll be very cool. Unless you catch one from a home run and it gets in the cup, then that's that's a little bit different, right? Well, yeah, and you know, in a way, there's maybe a little taste of Fenway Park in all of the Sam Adams because uh, a few years ago I had an opportunity to go down on the field uh, right before I left for my annual hop selection trip in Bavaria. So uh, I uh, filled one pocket with dirt from the outfield and sprinkled it uh, on a hop farm uh, in Bavaria. Nice. So, Maybe there's a little connection there. Maybe. You never know. We're talking with Jim Cook from Samuel Adams on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. You get more info about Samuel Adams at SamuelAdams.com. Now, aside from the new partnership with the Red Sox, Utopias is back with us again. How is this year's version shaping up from previous years? Um, you know, every year is a little bit different because Utopias is made from different casks that get older. Uh, the oldest casks are now uh, 24 years old. So uh, when you're having uh, a Sam Adams Utopias, it's probably the first time in your life you've ever had a beer that's old enough to drink itself. <laughs> I have to tell you, I had a taste of Utopias a couple of years ago uh, at an event. And as I said to my friend, we remarked about it when we drank it. We said, oh, my God, we could pour this on waffles or French toast. It tastes that good. And I would be remiss if I didn't thank you and your staff for sending me a bottle of Utopias this year for Christmas. I mean, I couldn't have asked for a better Christmas present. It is a phenomenal beer and only gets better as you age it, at least in my opinion. You can have a little and let it sit for a while and let it age for a little, a little bit longer. And, boy, I'll tell you, it is, it is delicious, Jim. Absolutely fantastic. Well, thank you for the kind words. And we wanted to make sure you uh, had a taste of it because, you know, it is kind of one of the unicorns of beer, I guess. You know, right. have, a lot of people know about it because it takes so long to age. Uh, we only have about 13,000 bottles every two years. Um, but to me, it's one of the high points of the year because uh, every batch is a little bit different as it, as it ages longer. And it's also a bit of history because uh, Semans Utopias is uh, it's a descendant of a beer made in 1994 called Triple Bach. And Triple Bach pioneered this whole idea of aging beer in used spirits barrels uh, that's now become kind of a mainstay of craft brewing. And that was something that we invented uh, 23, 24 years ago to smooth out and mellow out uh, the higher alcohol beers that we started making back then. Now, talk to me a little bit about this new Sam 76 brew that's out. Uh, this is more of a sessionable type beer. Is this something that you want to feature at Fenway, kind of the type of beer you can drink on a warm spring or summer day watching baseball? I think it would be a great beer for that because it takes craft beer and craft beer flavor into those kinds of occasions that had kind of traditionally been reserved for, you know, the mass domestic beers. Uh, Sam 76 is a unique blend of a lager yeast and an ale yeast that ferment together in this kind of cool sort of symbiotic tag team fermentation that results in a beer that has the flavor and the character of, you know, a, a craft 
ale and a very uh, crisp, very smooth finish. So it kind of puts together the best of both worlds, the big flavor and aroma of an ale and the clean, crisp finish of a lager. Well, I can't wait to try that one. That sounds like a really, really good because everybody's, you know, it's IPA this, IPA that kind of sometimes you do want to change a pace. And especially at this time of year, uh, I love to do change of pace type things, stouts and porters and more, you know, darker type things. But I do want to try something that's a little bit more of a sessionable beer where you can you can drink three or four more of them and not and not have to worry so much about, oh, my God, you know, two beers and it's going to knock me out. Now, we're talking with Jim Cook from Samuel Adams on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer more info about Samuel Adams, their beers, all their different different things that are coming out at SamuelAdams.com. They just signed this new partnership with the Red Sox. They'll have uh, signage all over the ballpark. It's going to be fantastic. Now, Jim, what other beers are you coming up with in the next few months that folks are going to be wanting a taste of? Um, Well, uh, we're going to be releasing soon uh, a beer called Fresh as Hellas. Uh, It is a Hellas lager that we steep with orange blossoms. So, uh, it brings this nice uh, sort of orange fruit taste on top of the Bavarian hops, which naturally have a little bit of that mild orange citrus in it. Um, in the new year, uh, we've got a, a beer called Cold Snap. It's a white ale that has this wonderful blend of spices that you don't typically find, uh, things like uh, hibiscus or vanilla or uh, tamarind on, on top of, you know, thing, more common things like coriander um, or orange zest and lemon zest. So it's this uh, beautiful sort of spice bag of beers. And now, Jim, uh, last question from me here, and this is more of a, of a tax question because obviously we have this new tax bill uh, that's been signed. And, and one of the things in this tax bill that was uh, unique to, you know, at least to me when I was reading it and saying, wow, this is a good thing, is for um, the craft beer industry. Um, the federal uh, tax is going to be lowered uh, from $7 to three fifty per barrel. How does this affect you uh, as a craft brewer? Um, I, as, a, as a craft brewer, we now have a, a more graduated uh, excise tax program. So uh, the, with a, a real benefit to all the small independent brewers in the U.S. from Sam Adams uh, on down to, you know, the guy down the street uh, who's brewing on a one-barrel system, um, we all get the first reduction in the beer excise tax uh, ever. You know, the tax was put in to fund the Civil War uh, 150-some years ago and never went away. And uh, this is the culmination of uh, eight years of effort by all of the small and independent brewers like Sam Adams and the rest of the Brewers Association. So um, it was very gratifying for, uh, you know, the U.S. Congress to say, hey, we want to help the small independent brewers who are American brewers um, and give them uh, a lower tax rate on their initial barrels compared to the big global brewers. Right. And obviously, you know, you guys will get a little bit more money back. That helps in investing into your business, into your employees and creating jobs. And that that is the point of a lot of this. Obviously, it's not only just to brew great beer, but it's also to provide jobs in America. And that's important, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. And one of the things that as a craft brewer I've always found very gratifying is, you know, our brewery in Boston 
Um, when I started in 1984, we could only afford, you know, some uh, space in what was not a particularly good neighborhood right. at the time. It was actually in an old brewery that uh, had been a brewery since 1869. Uh, it had been largely abandoned, and, and our neighbor, our, our landlord there is the neighborhood. Um, our landlord for the last 33 years has been a community-based nonprofit organization that has as its mission um, reviving the economic development of that uh, previously run-down neighborhood. And the Sam Adams Brewery has been the cornerstone of that neighborhood revival that's created jobs and brought people into the neighborhood. And that story has been repeated thousands of times all over the United States. Craft brewers have revitalized neighborhoods all across the United States. And that is really, to me, at least in my opinion, that really is the American dream. Jim, best of luck with the new partnership with the Red Sox. And I am thinking a road trip with my baseball buddies next spring to take in a Red Sox game is in the cards. Most of them aren't Yankee fans anyway. We're Mets fans or fans of other teams outside the area. So I think that's definitely a trip so I can sample uh, some Sam Adams beers directly in the ballpark at Fenway. But I have to thank you again and your fantastic staff, including uh, Ashley LeDuc, for with sending me these beers, the Utopias, outstanding, and for the interview as well, including, uh, as I said, the bottle of Utopias. Jim, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, uh, best of luck with the partnership with the Red Sox. Well, it's always great having a beer with you. Cheers. Thank you, my friend. When we come back, it's time for Suds and Duds. It's all after a short break on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Mike Gallagher warrants of impeachment. Of course, after the Alabama election, they are very cocky. They pray they're going to get control of the House and the Senate so they can begin impeaching the president of the United States. They're going to impeach him because they don't like it. There's nothing he's done. Will the Republicans make any change to anticipate this looming storm on the horizon? The Mike Gallagher Show, weekdays at 10, right before Dennis Prager at 1 on AM 970. The answer. You cried on this first day of kindergarten. You pulled an all-nighter that finished a sixth-grade science project. You spent the last two summers and all your vacation time looking for the best colleges. As a parent, you may think that telling your college and child that binge drinking is dangerous is a waste of your time. You may even think that checking in with him every day is a waste of energy. Well, it's not. Don't let the college years be wasted on beer and partying. New Jersey college students who believe their parents' opinions are important are less likely to binge drink. Find out how to keep your college student in check. Visit ParentCheckNJ.com. That's ParentCheckNJ.com. This message sponsored by the Impact New Jersey Coalition, a program of the New Jersey Prevention Network, Partnership for a Drug-Free New Jersey, the Center for Substance Abuse Prevention, the New Jersey Broadcasters Association, and this station. Be sure to tune in every Sunday night as Labor Press, New York's leading source for daily labor news and industry information, brings you their Blue Collar Buzz radio show. The hosts, Neil Tapel and Bill Holfeld, will discuss issues in the workplace and talk with some of the most prominent and influential personalities in the labor community. It's Labor Press, Sunday nights at 9, right here on AM 970, The Answer. The answer. 
Final segment of the Al Gattulo Craft Beer Cast. As always, you can follow me on Twitter at Al Gattulo, Instagram at Gattulo, G-A-T-T-U-L-L-O, Facebook.com slash A-G Craft Beer Cast, via email at albertg at nycradio.com. Don't forget iTunes, Google Play. Just do a search for A-G Craft Beer Cast, and you can follow and download and listen to all of the Craft Beer Casts right from those two platforms. Uh, I- I'm sure many of you remember that one. Do they know it's Christmas? Band-Aid, the uh, Band-Aid, when they got together in 1984, put together that a joint Christmas uh, song that was out, uh, part of the uh, the whole Live Aid uh, celebration. So a little Christmas music as we continue on here on the Christmas edition of the Al Gattulo Craft Beer Cast. So uh, this will be a Suds and Duds segment this week. There will be no Suds and Duds segment next week. I'll be on vacation. There will be a, a new show, uh, but I'll be on vacation, so I won't have time to uh, uh, put together uh, Suds and Duds. But I'll have plenty of Suds and Duds information when I get back. Uh, from my trip in San Diego. But let's kick off Suds and Duds uh, with a couple of different beers. Speaking of which, uh, obviously, as I mentioned, I'm going to be out on the West Coast next week. Uh, start off the Suds and Duds segment with a West Coast IPA uh, from Green Flash Brewing Company. Uh, this was good. Nice and piney, an excellent bite, earthy. Uh, really enjoyed it. A brewery that I definitely want to check out when I'm out there if, uh, if, uh, if my wife and I get a chance, of course. As I've told my wife before, her liver needs to hold up between Thursday and Friday when we're out there uh, because that's when we're going to be doing a lot of our sampling and drinking. Uh, and had the beer at a really cool place called uh, the Bailey Pub and uh, uh, Brasserie, a real nice place down on Wall Street. Uh, was very impressed uh, with the place, although um, a little too male-oriented for me. Let's put it that way. So, uh, you know, I know a lot of uh, men work on Wall Street. Would have liked to have seen a few more. Uh, uh, of the ladies in there, but unfortunately, uh, very much a, a business-like joint. This is a bar that's attached to uh, the Club Quarters Hotel uh, right down on Wall Street. And by the way, I know everybody goes to Rockefeller Center uh, to see the Christmas tree. If you haven't seen the Christmas tree uh, on Wall Street, it really is nice. If you're down in Lower Manhattan uh, on Broadway, definitely take a walk over to Wall Street and check out um, the Christmas tree over there. It's a really nice, they do a really nice job over there. And, you know, you get the cobblestone streets and stuff. It's, uh, it's really kind of cool. As we continue on here in our Suds and Duds segment on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer, uh, my good friend Buddy Watson gave me this one a couple of weeks ago and finally had a chance to crack it open. Green Galaxy by Foreign Objects. Um, these guys are in New York, Clifton Park, New York, if I'm not mistaken. Lots of sediment in the can. I, I guess I should have uh, checked before I poured it into a glass. Maybe I should have had it out of the can. Um, bitter, very tasty, though. But it drinks more like an IPA. They're saying it's a pale ale, but to me it drank more like an India pale ale uh, than it did uh, a regular pale ale. But a lot, it, just be forewarned, if you do purchase this beer uh, from Foreign Objects, um, there is a lot of sediment in the can. Probably better if you drink it from the can as opposed to pouring it uh, in a glass so that that sediment stays in the can, kind of uh, flavors the beer all the way through. Um, a, good, a good friend of the show. This is a guy who comes on, uh, not comes on, but he follows me on um, on Instagram. And uh, his Instagram handle is Gonzalez Jones. And um, he is a really cool dude, has been following the show for a long time, and uh, sent me a package uh, about a week ago with some Belgian beers, one of which I actually had an opportunity to try, which I've had before. But he actually sent me a can and the proper glassware to pour it in, uh, in both of these things. Thank you so much. Uh, for the beers, 
uh, the hats. That was great. Uh, really appreciate it. So a delirium tremens, uh, which I've, I've talked about before on this program, uh, had them, man, we did uh, Casa, Casa, uh, uh, oh, God, Casa Belvedere, Casa, Casa in the Bronx. I'm forgetting the name now. I can't, I can't remember. We were over there, uh, God, about a year ago uh, to check them out and their little place right in the Bronx. Casa BX, I think, is the name of the place. And uh, Sam Beltron is the guy who owns it. So uh, it, we ended up uh, sharing a delirium uh, there and uh, had one uh, this past week. So good. It's a great Belgian beer. If you like a little fruit, a little bit of spice, not heat, spice, uh, with, with a real fruit flavor, uh, that is a great sipping beer. And as it warms a little bit, it gets even better uh, on the palate. So definitely one you, you want to check out. A Delirium Tremens. Uh, definitely check that out. And Gonzalez Jones, thank you, my friend. That's his Twitter handle. Uh, not his Twitter handle, excuse me. His Instagram handle. You definitely want to check him out. He's got some, he does some great things uh, with Belgian beer. Then I moved on to a stone, uh, Zoka Veza. Uh, this, is, this is really a great stout, folks. A uh, lot of chocolate and cinnamon right off the bat. You really get the cinnamon flavor when you pour it in the glass. Great head on it when you pour it. Uh, let it sit for a little bit and definitely let it warm up. Didn't get the heat in it, though. It's, it's you know, there's Mexican peppers that are supposed to be in it to give that little bit of uh, heat to it. Really didn't get it, uh, and I let it warm up a little bit and still didn't really get that heat out of it. I don't know if maybe I'd kept it in the refrigerator too long because they would sent that to me about, I don't know, two, three months ago. But shouldn't have. As it warmed up, I should have gotten a little more of the heat, and I didn't. But still, a solid, solid stout. Over at Wet Ticket Brewing last week uh, for the one-year anniversary. And Tim Pewitt, you and, and uh, Al Povolevsky doing such a great job over there uh, with the beers. What a great turnout. My wife and I walked in around 4.30 in the afternoon. Place was packed. Uh, they, I mean, I don't think I, I saw a moment where there wasn't at least uh, 25, 30 people in the place. And um, it's a great little place. And, uh, you know, thank Tim for coming on the show this week and uh, talking so much about the brewery and, and uh you know what's going on in just a year. Now they have crowlers. You can, if you don't want to uh, buy a, a, a growler and have it filled, you can fill a 32 ounce crowler, which is basically just a giant beer can that you can recycle. And um, he's doing really a, a, uh, a both of them are doing just such a great job. So I had their pecan porter and a perfect beer for the one year anniversary. You know when it's cold, you want to drink a beer that kind of warms you up a little bit. The pecan porter is definitely something uh, that you want to check out and. Uh, Wet Ticket doing a great job out of Rawway, New Jersey. And then I was uh, went over for dinner, uh, Paragon Tapa Table with my wife. Uh, Barrier Brewing, this is another one in Oceanside, New York, another great local brewery that is doing really um, great stuff. I had an Endless Sky, their IPA, uh, outstanding, really good, uh, nice, uh, you know, uh, pineness and bitterness to it. Uh, Barrier Brewing doing a great job. Got to get over there uh, to Oceanside. In fact, that whole Long Island City area, there's a couple of different breweries that are over there. I have to get a couple of friends together and do a road trip on Saturday maybe and, and hit all of these. But Barrier Brewing is definitely something I want to check out. These guys are cranking out good stuff. I've yet to have a bad beer yet uh, from Barrier Brewing, so that's very important. Uh, finally, uh, let's see here. We, Yale Terrace Brewery. Uh, these guys just opened up in Cranford. Uh, we mentioned it in our opening news and notes segment here on the Algatulo Craft Beercast. And uh, my wife and I, after dinner, we took a ride over to Cranford. It's only, you know, five, six minutes from our house uh, to check out the new brewery. I have to say I'm very disappointed. I'm disappointed in the beer, not so much the location. It's a great location on Eastman Street, uh, plenty of parking around. They have two entrances. There's a front entrance and a rear entrance. So if you park in the back in the uh, lot where you have to pay, you can walk right in uh, from the back. You don't have to come around front. 
Uh, nice space, couple of TVs, watch games, they had music going. Um, I'm not exactly sure where they're doing their brewing from because there's one tank and it's sitting kind of in the back of the room, and I can't believe that they're brewing just the beer out of there, but maybe they are. Um, didn't get a chance to take a tour, um, but my wife and I did have a number of their beers, and um, I'm not going to sit and go through each beer here. I will tell you this. Every beer that I had, sour, flat. Um, they're stout. They're brown ale. We started off with those. The brown ale uh, apparently had some wine in it that I found out from somebody else. Apparently it was supposed to be a sour, um, but it's not described. Um, I, I really I, I'm, I was not impressed. I love the location. The beers were not that good, folks. Um, you want to check it out, by all means do so. Um, I'm going to go back maybe February, see if they get the kinks out, and see what happens. Um, it, it feels to me, and again, just my opinion, uh, it feels to me like this was a rush job to get the brewery open. And I can understand that from that point of view. You're paying rent on a building. Uh, you're getting your licenses and all of this stuff together, and you haven't even been able to brew beer. And you're waiting for all this stuff to get that stuff going so you can get the business open and you start making money. But to be honest with you, that beer, all of the beers that we tried, we tried their IPAs, we tried their cream ale, we tried their stout, we tried their brown ale. I couldn't finish one beer. My wife couldn't finish the stout that she had. For me not to be able to finish a beer at all, whether it was a taster or a pint, to me that's a problem. They've got to get their, they've got to get the kinks out, worked out on this one. Um, you know, and as an example, wet ticket when they started, their beers at first were not exactly great. They were good, they were decent, drinkable, but not great. These beers, none of them I would recommend to anybody. All of them were duds. So I, I really would like to see these guys succeed. It'd be great to have another local brewery in the area. Um, I'm going to go back in February and see if maybe after 60 days uh, they've gotten the kinks out. Uh, but on first impressions, great location, great spot, place was, was filled. I'm not saying that there were, it was empty. There were people in there. But to be honest with you, the beers were very subpar. Buyer beware. You want to go check it out, 26 Eastman Street in Cranford, New Jersey. Uh, they're right near the uh, Cranford train station stop, a couple blocks away from the train station stop. If you want to check them out on uh, via New Jersey Transit, you can do so. Um, if, uh, if it were my opinion, I'd wait a couple of months and see. But if you want to go check them out right now, 26 Eastman Street in Cranford, New Jersey. And good luck, guys. I really want to see you guys succeed. It'd be great to have another brewery uh, in Union County and uh, doing well. But right now, beers aren't up to speed. Uh, folks, we are out of time. My thanks to Darren Yellen, Jerry Crowley, Phil Boyce, Tim Pewitt from Wet Ticket Brewing, Jim Cook from Samuel Adams, and, of course, last but not least, the great Buddy Watson. I am on vacation next week. However, there will be a craft beer cast. It will be a recorded edition, of course, but it will be done about a week prior. I'm out in San Diego to check out some beers and some other stuff uh, with a little vacation uh, with my wife. Uh, I will be back on January 2nd on the Joe Piscopo Show. And this has been the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. Cheers, everybody.